Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10am UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Sometimes I think about the promises we made back then Our love was innocent, the type of love that never ends Two hearts so full of wishes, ready to run the distance Oh, oh Some days I think I'll never ever get the courage, love To be the man that you need, I'll never be enough I spend each day and night, proving that you were right, oh Oh, and no matter what we go through, I'll always wake up right beside you. When I Welcome, it's Wednesday morning and it's Hitch a Ride with Hayley. It's great to be back. I've had a week off and I would like to take a chance to say a big thank you to our very own Robert Lindsay. Love him, a dear friend of mine who took over my show last week and he took you up to Scotland on your journey to Hitch a Ride with him. Oh, well, it's been a bit of a fun morning. I'm a, I'm a little bit late this morning. It's just because of the technical uh, problems that I had that stopped me getting online to you all last week. But I'm here and I'm excited. We're going to 
have a little scoot and a hitch around London today. Now, has anybody ever had that feeling where, um, or ever, ever looked at these old movies where they go around in the poshest hotels in London? Well, there's lots of lovely things to see and lots of lovely places to stay. Too many, in fact. I've always wondered which would be the best ones to get to. And so today, we're going to hitch a ride to London. I'm going to take you around the suavest hotels in the city and see which are your favourites. I'm going to play us another song now and then we're going to just check who is joining us in the chat room. Of course, we're going to London, so that's the name of this next dance.
and we're off to London today. That was Matty Noise there. Going to London, a great choreography by Laura and by Jamie there. And before that, I was really excited to play that first one because it is a brand new dance called Love Endures, choreographed by Gregory Danvoir and myself. And it was just taught over the weekend. It's just brand new out. So I hope you like that one. A little bit of Ronan Keaton there with Claire Bowen, a duet. And uh, I love it. I hope you like it, guys. How are we doing today? We are back hitchhiking for another week and boy did I miss you all I had a week off and uh, I just felt like I was stuck at home all week no exciting places to go to so it's great to be back and take you uh, on a journey with me and today we are going to go to some exciting places uh, in London in London let's see who's with us first which hitchhikers do we have joining us today we have Lisa Thompson hello lovely she says hi Hayley she's a big fan of Alan B and Jackie Jacks and she's ready for more dancing indeed uh, Sandra Burns great to have you with us today as always great to see you in the chat room with those fab gifs <laughs> a great welcome back there uh, with an Austin Powers theme uh, also in the chat room we have our own DJ Mr Ross Brown and Ross is saying good morning Hayley and fellow listeners it's nice to have you back this week, he says. Hope everybody is well. Thank you, Ross. I'm excited that I get to tune into all the shows as well today, which I missed a little bit last week. Um, so it'll be exciting to tune into Ross at 12. I'll have to breeze through as well because I had a bit of a late start today. And so uh, we will really have to travel quick today. Some great gifs here in the chat room, um, Sandra Burns. Of course, we did start late. Um, and uh, I can see that it's given everyone a chance to check in. Enjoyable. And Sandra saying is it still morning are you sure it's not friday yet oh well if friday means a chill out and a glass of something nice then i'm willing to admit it's friday already daniel dykemans is with us good morning Haley, and everyone and jim of course is with us jim good morning standing out here with my thumb out for a week now oh we missed you last week jim hello stephen young how lovely to see you morning Haley. i will be listening in he says and linda burgess is with us morning Haley. hopefully i can listen in keep losing our signal oh no linda uh, she says think we need to invest in some boosters i guess you're, you're just settling into the new house of course linda so it's just kind of finding out all the Wi-Fi issues although I have had them myself here where I live and it's so annoying because we've been doing so well for so long and all of a sudden something just changes and it just sends everything out of whack uh, but you know we're back and it's nice to be traveling Ross Brown is saying I don't think this is Disney uh, that's your sponsorship deal gone oh, I'm sure we can always find a way to talk about Disney again Ross no matter what um, of course uh, there is a little uh, gif here and a note from Sarah saying uh, is this the, is this the loop it is we're a little bit late today but Sarah Jelkinen is listening in and she says she has school today but now on her lunch break and can listen for a while exciting uh, well I'm sorry for that late start Sarah uh, that didn't help things Today we are going to London, and London does grand damn hotels better than perhaps any other great capital, uh, although Paris would demur. Uh, but uh, London has never been on better form. You know, even with all the lockdown situations, all these wonderful hotels are opening back up. All of them now having been either comprehensively restored, such as the Savoy or the Connaught, or thoroughly embellished and brought up to date with glamour but modern aspect too um in fact only one 
in London of the ones I'm going to mention today, the Goring, is still in the hands of the same family that opened it. That's crazy to think that they've been sold on many times, but all of these hotels, despite that, retain a great deal of personality. That distinct personality that defined them in the first place when they first opened their doors back in Victorian and Edwardian days. And when these flamboyant palaces first made their marks in society and the life of London, uh, they were just the places to be. Unbelievable. And I'm going to give you today our pick of the very best hotels that we can go to. Now, um, if you've been to any of these hotels or have spent some time in London, I would love you to share this with me. A lot of the really posh ones I've never been to. However, it is a wish of mine. I always have thought that I'd love to go to Claridge's for a spot of afternoon tea or a bit of dancing in the Ritz. So uh, I thought about it and I thought, you know what, let's have a real look at these hotels, at which ones there are to go to. And I was inspired actually by watching a TV show the other day about the Savoy Hotel. I found it so interesting. So after this next track, the Savoy will be our first stop. We are going to learn lots about these places to be in London, which means if you ever find yourself there wondering what to do, you know the places to go to hang out to see the rich and famous. Used to go to service on a Sunday Eat and drink our lives away till three Stay out late at night without a worry those were the days I felt safe, young and free Now the devil's in the street We're desperate to escape the dark Not like it used to be But you'll always find love in my heart for love
like that one. That's one of my own. That is London Life is the name of the dance. And I, uh, I hope you like that one too. I hope you're enjoying today. We are going to hang out in London. And I just want to see if you've got any comments. Please share them in the chat room if you've ever been to these places, ever heard of them, ever seen them in a movie. I'd love to know if these have been in any movies you've seen or what your perceptions of these places we're about to visit is. I'm just welcoming a few more into the chat room as we hitchhike today. Hi, Phil. He's saying good morning to everybody. And uh, Ross is also saying second song in. And you've already managed to find one of my songs? Are you kidding, Ross? I am so good today. I've managed to get it second song, huh? <laughs> uh, it is a standing joke. I do steal Ross's songs. I do try. Um, he says, as soon as, I, as she mentioned London, I was waiting for this track. Oh, I am sorry. Judith is in the chat room. Happy Wednesday, everyone. She says, we've got some great gifs there putting on the Ritz. I like London. I do like visiting there. I tend to stay in the cheaper hotels when I go. Unfortunately, that's the perks of having three kids in tow, that you can't really afford a stay in the Savoy. But I did look at this documentary on the Savoy, and oh my gosh, I loved it. I mean, I was looking at the most expensive rooms in the documentary, obviously, the ones where you go and you have your own butler. And and, uh, they do everything for you to procuring strange sweets at midnight to even just laying your makeup out ready for you to use I love the thought of it and the this particular stay with your own private butler it could cost you about two thousand pounds a night now you can go to the Savoy a little bit more cheaply than that you can go from around 464 pounds a night that doesn't sound too bad hmm um, if you go there there is lots of wonderful connections of course the Savoy is quite a famous hotel in the fact it is favoured by the royals. Um, of course, we have uh, we are in mourning a little bit in this country still for Prince Philip, who has passed away. But when he and the Queen were first dating, they spent some time going for dates at the Savoy Hotel. Also, uh, Princess Diana famously spent her 30th birthday there. She went and uh, had a little bit of a greeting there, and it was very in a very famous interview that they asked her what she would be doing on the night, whether she'd be having a party or a get-together, and she said no, she was just going to spend the night with Harry and have some peace and quiet. And that just wasn't done in those days. Everybody had parties and big celebrations, and she just wanted to be home in the quiet with her son and it was what really alerted the press to the fact that there were a there was a little bit of a situation in the marriage that that was going to going to cause some contention to come um and the savoy carries all of this on its famous wings oscar wilde of course was a famous resident at the savoy he did take a lot of his gentleman friends to the savoy and it was and the staff at the Savoy Hotel that actually uh, helped press charges against him in his court case um, when he was found for indecent actions at the time. So it, it has carried a lot of news headlines, has the Savoy. Um, but if you want to go there today, it is a lovely place to stay. It's set back from the busy strand and it's above the river on an island between two busy roads. The style there is Edwardian on the riverside and you can see the famous lacquer and gilt red lift art deco on the strand side um now any fans of gordon ramsay in the house does anyone like gordon's shows i love him um he's he's such an angry guy i don't know how he pulls off being quite endearing too but his famous grill is located uh at the savoy and there's an American bar there, uh, which manages Deco Glamour too. Uh, and that has a view of the Thames if you want to look out 
Of course, all the facilities there are premium. You have the pool area, um, sauna, steam room, well-equipped equipped gym, two treatment rooms, and of course, as I mentioned, these butlers in the suites. And, and the Savoy was the first to actually do this. This was a new thing. They wanted to make it a home from home. So all the elite that used to go there in the day, they had their own butlers at home, and it was quite an expensive thing to bring your butler with you. You know, you had to pay all his expenses and travel expenses. And uh, so the Savoy decided best thing to do, provide them with the butler for the whole entire stay. So these suites, they have their individual butlers there. Um, now, uh, lots of people have stayed there, as I said, but there is even a dedicated book butler who can provide novels selected by the hotel's grandly titled Literary Ambassador. So they even have someone to pick out books for you. Wow. Uh, the Savoy has been a British icon since 1889. It has once again taken its place in the world stage after what has been a £100 million restoration. Now, the hotel seamlessly blends elements of the original um, Edwardian and, and Art Deco, and it brings this modern twist to it. There's 268 guest rooms and suites, so you've got lots to choose from. As I say, beautiful views of London and the River Thames, nine signature suites, and these are the ones that the rich and famous want to go into, the, the signature suites. In fact, the top suite there is called the Royal Suite, aptly named because a lot of royalty stays there, and it is spread over the front of the entire fifth floor, and it makes the most of these dramatic views of the river. And it has eight windows there at the front, and guests can enjoy a magnificent London vista from Canary Wharf to the Houses of Parliament and beyond. And of course, London Bridge is visible too. Uh, just a brilliant five-star place. If you want to check there, you know, I might need to save up my pennies to go there. I don't think I'll be able to afford one of the butler rooms, but uh, what do you think? Do you think you would like a butler? Would that be cool? Imagine getting to a hotel and having them unpack your clothes. Uh, also found out in, in this particular show that... Uh, the butlers have to go to packing school. They have to go specifically to learn how to pack clothes without creasing them. And when they fold them, they put this individual tissue paper between each layer. So if you're going somewhere and you want to head out from that particular place in London, from the Savoy, uh, from the nearest airport, you'll find that don't worry about packing, bundle it all up, take it, let the butler pack it, let him iron it. You're going to have a perfectly packed case by the time you get to the Car Caribbean or wherever you're heading to. Uh, great thought, absolutely lovely. And of course I am doing London today because this is somewhere that for us in the UK is very easy to get to. It is the capital, it is quite an easy drive from wherever you are, whether you're coming from Scotland or Wales. But if you're coming from outside of the UK, it's also an easy place to get to because the airports there are numerous and you can fly there much more cheaply than you could at other areas of the UK. So if any of these take your fancy and you're fancying a trip away, book that flight to London if you can get there and enjoy your time. All right, how are we enjoying this hotel? Hotel. Uh, let me have a look. We have uh, some, some more checking in. Joan Ord, how lovely to have you with us. Welcome, welcome. And Linda Lee, good morning to you. Great to have you joining us too. We are in the Savoy, ladies, and we are enjoying it. We are going to go around lots of London hotels today. Has anyone been to the Savoy? Ross Brown is saying, I've been in the Savoy when I was 17 years old, and it was part of the Young Enterprise Program. Oh, that sounds good. He says, as well as giving young adults a chance to run their own company, they also 
hosted a business of the year competition. Our company won the Leicestershire competition, then took the East Midlands prize too. So we represented the region in the national competition which took place at the Savoy. We got to spend a couple of days in London. Sadly, we didn't win that part of the competition, but it was no surprise as the other groups were exceptional. That's a great feat, Ross. Well done. Um, some some great things going on in the Savoy Hotel. What? How did you find it? Was it as spectacular as it seems, Ross? Um, all this amazing staff as well there. They, they get the most exquisite staff to make into their butlers and their literary ambassadors. I could quite see you working there, Ross, actually. You're, you're just, you've just got the best personality to work there. The exceptionalness of thee. Uh, I'm going to talk about Hotel Rooms a little bit more, but I have this next track. The dance is called Hotel Room. I'm going to give you a bit of Callum Scott. What's on your mind? Cause I've been thinking about last night. What's the time? Feels like I've sat here all my life Your ship rolls in, I'm here waiting I don't know why I'm paralyzed Oh, what I'd do to be with you Oh, what I'd give To hear you say that I love you But say it the way I do There's nowhere to run tonight It's just you in this hotel room And say that I miss you But say it the way I do There's nowhere to hide Tonight my eyes can't lie The way I feel for you Just give me a moment It's all I ask of you While I'm dying in this hotel Couldn't work out Why you gave me all those signs So tell me now Before I lose my mind Your ship sails and I am waiting You stand close by and watch me cry Oh, what I'd do to be with you Oh, what I'd give To hear you say that Say it the way I do There's nowhere to run Tonight it's just you and I In this hotel room And say that I miss you But say it the way I do There's nowhere to hide Tonight my eyes can't lie The way I feel for you Just give me a moment It's all I ask of you when I'm dying in this hotel room Hold out your hand Give me a light in the dark You know that I'm broken Don't leave me here broken To hear you say that I love you But to hear it the way I do there's nowhere to run tonight It's just you and I in this hotel room And say that I miss you 
Such a great song. A dance there, hotel room choreographed by Daniel Trapat, Jose Miguel Belokirana, and Sebastian Holt. And I really enjoy that one. I've danced it once and I've probably forgotten it now. So that one is definitely worth a look at for relearning. Fantastic. We are in London and we are touring the most beautiful places that we can go to in London. If you hit down in London, where would you want to stay? Well, today I will answer all those questions. And our first stop was the Savoy. I was asking if anybody has ever heard of the Savoy or been to the Savoy. Ross Brown, of course, told us he had, and I was asking him how it was. He says it was pretty impressive, although our time in the hotel was mostly spent dashing between meetings and interviews, etc. I understand. Linda Lee is saying, I love the Savoy. A lot of happy memories from my youth, she says. That sounds brilliant. She says, why is it I can mainly remember the massive, beautiful ladies' cloakroom with everything you need provided? I ate in the restaurant a few times, but never stayed there overnight. Still lovely to have those memories. As I mentioned at the start of the show, I would love to just go to some of these for an afternoon tea or a dinner. I've I've never had the chance to go, honestly, uh, to any of them. Linda says, I used to also love dancing... Um, uh, hotel room. This is gorgeous. This was the track I've just played. And Sarah Jalkinen is saying, I love this track. Don't remember the dance anymore, though. I am with you. Love it, ladies. But I would need a recap. Ross Brown is saying, uh, that's got to be one of the best jokes I've heard on LDR. I don't think I'd last long as a member of staff at the Savoy. I'd do something daft and it would be some, it'll be someone very prestigious who would clock it. Well, we got to have a bit of fun in our work, <laughs> perhaps, Ross. Maybe I should go for a job there. What could I do there? I could be a cook, couldn't I? I could give everyone food poisoning or something. <laughs> I'm going to take you off to the Dorchester next. This is the one in Hyde Park, London, and it is housed in a landmark Art Deco building dating back from 1931. It faces its own tree-filled green garden. Uh, the Dorchester looks like a great ocean going liner and stands on one of the most prestigious thoroughfares in London, Park Lane. So if you are going through that area, you won't be able to miss it. Uh, the service across the hotel is second to none and an impressive combination of easygoing but always polite charm and personality and superb efficiency. You'll find it a little more laid back than the Savoy that we've just been in but still everything is up to par and the spa there is wonderful. It features top brands such as La Prairie which is a brand, a brand of uh, skincare I love but I can never afford. Uh, you're looking at uh, a good £100 for a decent face cream with them and also one called Valmont which I'm not as familiar with uh, but the treatment menu is there is fantastic they offer some amazing services in fact no less than 22 high-powered facials and the rooms there are so tasteful some are kind of opulent in maybe a chintzy style but some are very smart and uh, you can get pampered in this spa while looking at restful prints and hues and often lots of hand-drawn art um, it's just the Dorchester, it's a part, it's an iconic part of British heritage and it is a world renowned 
light landmark on London's glamorous Park Lane. Uh, as I say, you, you won't miss it. It will just stand out. It's glamour. It's prestige. And uh, it will just invite you in with its warm little glow. Um, it has 250 rooms and, of course, the suites with classic English interiors. Uh, it has three contemporary roof suites with wraparound outdoor terraces overlooking the London skyline. The on-site restaurant, uh, Alain Ducasse at the Dorchester, is one of only three London restaurants to boast three Michelin stars, while the grill at the Dorchester also benefited from a relaunch in 2019. And the bar at the Dorchester is quite famous. It's led by lots of mixologists who can make you lots of exquisite drinks. And the people, the bartenders and the mixologists here have served many celebrity guests. And this would include Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, the late Michael Jackson, Mariah Carey and Lady Gaga. So head there to that bar if you want to see some celebrities. Um, has anyone ever been to the Dorchester? Have you ever heard of it? Or is this the first time you're hearing from it? And uh, would you like to sit and have a drink with those celebrities in particular? Perhaps some, but not others, eh? Well, I'm going to play you a track now by one of those celebrities. This is a Mariah Carey track. And the dance is called You're the Hero. So 
Polish up your cowboy boots and straighten your Stetson and join Robert Lindsay for the Country In Line Show, live on Line Dancer Radio. Tonight we just might fall in love again. Every Monday from 7 till 9 UK time and join in the fun. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Okay, hitchhikers, we are in London today and we're travelling around the poshest hotels there. We have been to the Savoy and then to the Dorchester and I've enjoyed them all. I've enjoyed them both. We're going to head off to the Brown next. But first of all, I'm just going to check who is in the chat room and joining us. I just want to say hi to our own our own DJ, Dave Baycroft. He says hi there. Dave says he's just going out for the day, going to listen on the way. Off down your way to Seaburn. Oh, that's not far, Dave. I can put the kettle on, you know, if you ever want to pop in. Big hugs to you and Pauline as you're out and about today. And thanks for tuning in. Um, of course, everyone is agreeing there in the chat room, Phil and Linda. It's a great day for it. It sure is in the northeast of England here today. Uh, how is it down your way? I hope you've got sunshine wherever you are. I wish you sunshine in your life. Some great gifs here from Sandra and Jim in the chat room. I'm loving these. Uh, we seem to love this last track I've just played. It is You're the Hero. And the dance was choreographed by Niels and Shane. If you haven't looked that one up yet, a little bit of Mariah Carey, who for the record is a regular at the Dorchester in London when she visits the UK. HP is here in the chat room too. HP is saying the nearest I have got to the Savoy Hotel was going to the Savoy Theatre next to the hotel to watch Legally Blonde a few years back. I love the capital and would normally drive down there at the weekends, but now they even impose a congestion charge to enter London on weekends. They sure do. These charges are getting quite great. Now, um, one thing about the theatre as well, the connection there, the Savoy Theatre actually begat the hotel. The theatre was there first and the hotel was built by the owner of the theatre who thought, you know what, when people are coming out to watch some great things, why don't we give them somewhere nice to stay? Um, I think my dog Jasper is agreeing in the background. This sounds like a great place to stay. I'm going to take us off to Brown's Hotel next, though. This one is in the very prestigious Mayfair, and it actually consists of 11 townhouses occupying two parallel streets off Piccadilly. It was founded 175 years ago by the former valet to Lord Byron. It was a favourite of Agatha Christie, Alexander Graham Bell, and he made who the first ever telephone call um, while in, it, it, I believe he was staying in the area or staying within that area, uh, if not from there, if not from the Brown Hotel. Uh, but it was where Rudyard Kipling also completed The Jungle Book. And it was redecorated in 2005 and the dark mahogany panelling and fittings on the ground floor, they were retained because they're quite a famous part of the building when you, when you walk in and see them. But modern furnishings were added and a lot of modern art too was added and the rooms became very stylish and sophisticated, even more so. They added some nice cream carpets and of course those 
beautiful big cozy sleigh beds that they have, antique dresses, modern lighting and high windows. Um, it is just a wonderful place to go if you are in that area. It is, as I said, in Mayfair, which is just a stone's throw from Bond Street, and it first opened its doors in 1837. Now, Browns holds the enviable title of London's first hotel and counts royalty, Oscar winners and musicians among its past guests. It was also the site of the world's first telephone call. As I, as I look now, I look at my notes, um, it was the site that this call was made by inventor Alexander Graham Bell. Uh, so yeah, this is where it came from, the Brown Hotel. And uh, the hotel's age actually gives it a huge dose of charm. Um, it has creaking floorboards all through the hotel and narrow corridors, which you wouldn't tend to enjoy, but it gives it this palpable sense of legacy as you head through the hotel. And the bar there, the Donovan Bar, is widely considered to be one of the best places to drink in the city. Uh, it has these stained glass windows and they they are huge big panels and they date back to the 1830s. While the beautiful bar area and plush velvet armchairs throw you back to kind of old school glamour, uh, the hotel is also home to Charlie's, which is a wonderful restaurant from Michelin-starred chef Adam Byatt. So a great place to eat there if you want to head down to Brown's. Again, I, I've never been to Brown's. I don't know if any of you have. Oh, but did you know it was it was the place of the first telephone call? Uh, we learn something new every day on this show. So, out of the places we've been so far, which would you prefer to go to? I, I'm still I'm still liking the thought of that butler at the Savoy, um, but I'm not sure. I want them messing with my makeup. I'm not sure. Uh, what better while we're at Browns to think of uh, looking at this beautiful decor that you see there? Uh, we may not have our sight in place for brown eyes, but we can certainly have a bit of brown eyed girl.
favourite of Van Morrison track there and we are in London we are going to go off to the Ritz next of course we were going to go to the Ritz how could we not some great gifs in the chat room here uh, Jonas shared a lovely one of London here uh, and great ones from Sandra of course we have commented on the fact that Jasper my pooch is barking in the background it's not just me that's needed a break uh, needed some adjusting to come after my week off but Jasper too is here making all sorts of noise that he doesn't normally make so I do apologise if he gets a little bit excited here you're pretty happy we're back right Jasper yeah I can hear your footprints here all through the back of my office and of course he is very excited by all the things going out at the window he wants to be heard on the radio so uh, I just hope he stays quiet he's a bit of a mama's boy as usual now we did talk about how we would get the conversation around to Disney and we've done it we've done it Ross Brown uh, Jim is right he says did you say and he has a jungle book gif here uh, we have a lovely blue bear there yes of course we were talking about the Brown Hotel it was the place Rudyard Kipling finished the jungle book book and hence how the Disney movie eventually came about so thank you to the Brown Hotel now let's go to the Ritz this is one of the most famous ones of course everyone talks about the Ritz and the tone is set the moment you walk through the doors to the impressive lobby and you are confronted by the supremely elegant long gallery it's adorned always with fresh flowers and the sherbet lemon and pink hued palm core is home to the hotel's legendary afternoon teas now this is definitely something that's on my bucket list i've always fancied a high tea at the ritz you always hear about them they are quite pricey there is a price tag but it's just something to do in your life am i right uh well it is a wonderful experience as you go there. Uh, the dining room there is based on Versailles and it's an extraordinary setting with its painted ceiling, marble columns, floor-to-floor -floor ceiling windows and beautiful, beautiful chandeliers. A timeless elegance pervades the hotel. With a pianist bo uh, booth in the long gallery in the restaurant, you'll always get lovely live background music. The bedrooms and suites are beautiful. Often you get them in this salmon pink, rose pink, yellow and blue kind of color scheme. And a lot of them have been restored to meet the original style um, of when the Ritz was built. Uh, the dining room itself takes inspiration um, from Louis the Sixteenth, and it is it was opened by renowned hotelier, the whole of the Ritz, uh, by Cesar Ritz in 1906. The Ritz still retains all this excitement and glamour that it had when it first opened. Uh, it's just the glamour is synonymous with this legendary hotel. It has 136 guest rooms that combine the beautiful interiors that we were talking about with modern technology. Uh, while fine dining uh, facilities are there, again, a Michelin-starred Ritz restaurant will provide beautiful food. We have to have our food on our hitchhike journey. And the opulent 
opulent palm court which you've heard heard about is the place to go for the afternoon tea the stylish rivoli bar is also a place to stop off at Ah, the Ritz is not only a paragon of luxury, however, uh, it has had so many famous guests that have stayed there. Now, this has included Charlie Chaplin, Sir Winston Churchill and the Queen herself. Also, author Evelyn Woff, uh, who has made an important part of London history and has written, they've all kind of commended this hotel. Now, if you head there and you want to go to the top suite, the Prince of Wales suite is the one in the Ritz that you need to ask for. It's a beautiful apartment style penthouse and it includes its own hallway and cloakroom, two bedrooms, a dining room, a drawing room, a butler's kitchen and two marble bathrooms. The bedrooms feature delicate period woodwork and each of the two bathrooms has a bath controlled TV truly quite fitting for royalty uh, certainly will be on my list oh why don't I have a lottery win this week I'm due a lottery win I tell you uh, how about the Ritz has anyone done this afternoon tea experience that I long to do myself uh, let me know if you have uh, I would love to know it in the chat room it is as I say one of those things that people talk about putting on their bucket list afternoon tea at the Ritz at the Palm Court uh, it's a must uh, Jim is saying uh, always the right time for some Van the Man of course that was our last track Brown Eyed Girl uh, he says who recorded in Cambridge and he says that's mine in America not yours in the UK well uh, there are such a, it was such a chance for a great track to fit in I'm going to add you another one in uh, right now we're going to have a bit of Robbie Williams uh, because we are in the Ritz and he sings this one great this is Robbie singing putting on the Ritz seen the well-to-do upon Lenox Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air high hats and narrow collars white spats of fifteen dollars spending every dime on a wonderful time if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where Harlem flits put another Ritz Spangled gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee, all misfits are putting on the Ritz. And that's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Every Thursday evening with her swell bows. Rubbing elbows, come with me, and we'll attend the Jubilee and see them spin their last two bits. Putting on the Ritz. On Lenox Avenue On that famous thoroughfare With their noses in the air High hats and narrow collars White spats and fifteen dollars Spending every dime For a wonderful time If you're blue you don't know where to go to Why don't you go where fashion sits Putting on the Ritz Spangled gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee all misfits putting on the wrists 
That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes Every Thursday evening with her swell bows Robin elbows, come with me We'll attend the Jubilee See them spin their last two bits Thank you, Robbie. Nothing like putting on the Ritz there. Love a bit of Robbie Williams. In fact, my daughter absolutely adores Robbie Williams. Uh, She's only nine, but she's a big fan. So I thought, who better to tell us about the Ritz? And certainly, oh, I love the Ritz. I'd love to go. Never been. I don't know if any of you have. I'd love to hear about it. If not, have you ever seen it in a movie? Have you ever heard of it and thought, you know what? I would quite like to go there. Do you fancy an afternoon tea there? Do you fancy a meal or a drink in the bar in the Rivoli? Uh, Would it be the place for you? Do you fancy the Ritz? Well, we're going to go off to another hotel now. We're going to have a little bit of a tour around. If you want to do the dance to that last track, it is choreographed by Roz Chaplin and Colin B. Smith, and it's called uh, Charleston at the Ritz. Uh, Great tune, that one indeed. Now... Uh, Just in the chat room, we have some hitchhikers joining us and some that have to leave. Uh, Sarah, unfortunately, she says, thank you, Hayley, but I have to go now. I love London and could have been uh, and have been to a few hotels there, but can never afford to stay at one of these luxury hotels. I did live amongst the rich in Chelsea, though, in the mid 90s. So certainly had a taste of the luxury that London has to offer. Uh, Ross Brown is wondering if we mean this Ritz, that's Ritz crackers. Nope, very different Ritz. (laughs) And Michael Lynn is with us. He's joining us too. He says, morning, Hayley Wheatley and listeners. I hope you are well. Glad I didn't miss the train. Off to the Ritz, are we? Lovely. We certainly are, Mr. Lynn. Uh, And uh, let's put our tuxes and ballroom gear on uh, because we're going to go to a few more posh hotels while we're here too next we are off to the langham uh we have been if you are just joining us to the savoy the dorchester browns the ritz and now the langham i may not get round all of these today as we had a little bit of a late start on our hitchhike journey but the langham is a perfect stop off for our midpoint it has a winning formula it has had more than 150 years to perfect this formula and it's highly competitive drinking and dining and classically elegant style attracts many different customers you'll find plenty of marble in this hotel if that's your thing starting with the stately pillars in the lobby Uh, this is combined with again beautiful chandeliers and the tasteful placement of orchids throughout the property service is expertly slick and attentive yet warm and there is a small spa with a pool the hotel's restaurant Rue at the Lando is a beautiful oval room designed by David Collins. Um, it is just it's very old style this room. If you if you want to Google it, have a look at it because it's exquisite. It reminds me of uh, again bringing it to Disney the the dining room that we went into um, Belle's dining room um, in the Be Our Guest. Uh, restaurant uh just very very grand high ceilinged exquisite and you'll get this in this hotel um and david collins who designed it he's also responsible for the hotel's romantic cocktail bar there now again i said this hotel has legendary heritage it dates back to 1865 when it was opened as europe's first grand hotel now back in the day grand hotels were were 
only owned by the rich as well and only attended by the rich. They were all in contact with each other and, and quite exquisite and precise on what they offered their guests and what the guests expected. So the Langham, to have that title, is quite a feat indeed. In fact, for over 140 years, this flagship hotel has been at the forefront of sophisticated and gracious hospitality. And from the outset, it has occupied an unrivaled location in the heart of London. This remains the case today with its position at the top of Regent Street and it's only a short stroll to Bond Street. It certainly is one of the most centrally located luxury hotels in London. So if you want to be in the heart of everything, this one is the one for you. And as I say, it attracts the rich, attracts the famous. Do you fancy this one, ladies and gents, as we head here? Uh, we have done the Ritz, uh, Sarah was just saying in the chat room, Anna Scott stayed in the Ritz in the film Notting Hill. Yes, she did. I was saying if you ever remember these from any movies, songs, anything like that, please let me know. And welcome Jean Robinson to you too. Jean says, morning Hayley and everyone. The problem with living close to London is that you tend to actually not visit. It's so true of so many things, isn't it, Jean? Sometimes you're so close to something that you just know it's there. So you don't make the effort to go there. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Uh, Jim, of course, is saying, did you say be our guest? Uh, Jim is always first to comment on the Disney topics. We share that loving comment, don't we, Jim? Uh, and uh, the Langham as well. Uh, the other thing with these is they are expensive to stay with. As we're talking about prices, um, we were talking about staying at the Ritz. Uh, you can look at at least £442 per night, at least, to stay there. Uh, Browns, you'll be looking at about the same. The Dorchester, about £500 a night upwards. It ain't cheap. It ain't a cheap do. But, you know, it's nice to try these things. Maybe you just want to try them once in your life. The more I say it, the more I'm thinking about that afternoon tea at the Ritz. I'm dreaming of it. Um, and certainly it is something that will uh, will light light us up, light, you know, a, an opportunity for us to maybe feel like a high-class lady, which brings us to my next track. And when I say high-class lady, you know, the dance is going to be my new life. <laughs> Bye. 
calling all high-class ladies because we are taking a tour of the most luxurious hotels in London and I'm so glad to have this all company to have your company with me of course it's not just the high-class ladies I am asking to accompany me but all those high-class gentlemen that we have hitchhiking with us today too today we're gonna kick back and do it in style um, some great Great comments here. I'm just going to dip back into the chat room. Of course, um, Jean Robinson was talking about how she tends not to visit London because it's so close to where she is. I was saying I totally get that. A lot of places close to me, I just I just never never go to. I just know they're there when I want them. And uh, Linda Lee is saying, Jean Robinson, uh, I used to live in Nottingham. Uh, an Oz visitor wanted to see the Robin Hood Oak, and it took me ages to find it. Yeah, that's crazy. I know what you mean. Um, I too took a Canadian visitor to that area. It's not too far from me, really, a few hours down the way, uh, where I'm off for my holiday this year, actually. We're going to Sherwood Forest. Linda Burgess, this is great. So listen, while I have been chatting away this morning on Hitch a Ride with Haley, Linda Burgess has just received her prize adventure pack. She says, coincidence or what? Thanks, Haley. Postman has literally just delivered your adventure pack. That's great news. I'm so glad it's arrived with you. And what a great postman you have to have such impeccable timing. Fantastic. We were talking about how these luxurious hotels, uh, they don't come cheap. They have a price tag. Definitely worth it though, I think. You know, just a little bit of splashing out on yourself. Linda Lee says, £350 a night. Pa, peanuts, she says. <laughs> and she says, only joking, wink. Well, I suppose, you know, nothing is a big price tag if it's something you want to do. Um, again, I, I haven't had the luxury because I, I need to book two rums now. So that would cost me £700 a night because I have two teenagers in tow. Uh, but maybe, maybe when they're all grown up, then I will treat myself to a night in one of these places. Ross Brown is saying, I remember hearing the story of a lady who thought this was called Manu Live. Uh, that's the track, of course, My New Life. She thought it was called Manu Live. Always makes me chuckle. You have a few good stories uh, of, of tales like that, Ross. Uh, certainly makes me chuckle. Uh, Linda Burgess has just shared a lovely photo too. She says, just having cream tea at Fortman and Mason was enough for us. And in the picture, look at that beautiful china and the exquisite cakes and sandwiches there. That certainly sounds like something I would like to do. I'll put that on my bucket list as well, I think, Linda. It looks amazing. We are going to head off to the Connaught next. I'm taking you back to Mayfair for this next hotel. Now, when you step inside, you're going to find dark, polished wood, shiny marble floors and the pillars again. And grey or cream-coloured corniced ceilings alongside airy contemporary rooms with deep carpets. Some of these carpets will be all swirly and some, is, some will be in kind of coral reds. You'll have plush upholstery here often pastel grey tub chairs and sofas and modern art features but nothing is too much trouble here if you're in the Connaught because the staff are just slick and will help you with anything you need they also have the butler here who unpacks your suitcases to your own personal therapist if you need it at the Svelte, uh, the, the Svelte Ammon Spa which is there within the Connaught Hotel uh, they have Helene de Roth, uh, two Michelin stars, 
and the Jean Georges to eat at and two bars there too, the stylish Coburg bar and the American style Connaught bar. The latter, the Connaught bar is famous for its excellent martinis if you would like one of them and you are spoilt for choice when it comes to eating and drinking at the Connaught. It is a 19th century hotel this and the red brick facade at the Connaught is instantly recognizable as a curious water feature outside. Uh, this is a piece by Japanese architect Tadeo Ando and it is named Silence. It has become a focal piece peak point at the Connaught now. So if you go there, you will see this uh, beautiful, beautiful piece. This, this, uh, it's named Silence is the name of it. Um, and it sees a mist of water seep into the air every 15 minutes. Very modern, very exquisite. And people who are passing by the hotel, they actually just head in just to, just to have a look at this silence. Um, art aficionados will delight further because it has 3,000, a 3,000 strong collection of original artworks from artists such as Damien Hirst and Barbara Hepworth. The rooms here in the Connaught are contemporary and airy. Uh, of course, expect marble televisions, a heated toilet seat, and a state-of-the-art sound and visual equipment for all your musical needs. I wonder if you wanna have a line dance party here if they can accommodate that. But it is also a haven for foodies. Uh, the hotel boasts these, these restaurants I mentioned, the Helene de Rose, um, and this one went, underwent a full refurbishment in 2019. And the other one I mentioned mentioned the Jean George uh, is a signature restaurant and uh, it's actually ran by Jean George von Gerichten who runs a global food empire and is really quite famous. So if you are by in the area and you see this brilliant red brick building, um, I'll try and share a picture of this because it is recognizable, stop and have a look at the water feature. The water feature is called Silence. It's from a Japanese architect. And while we're thinking about this, we'll have a little moment of silence. i 
DJ Dave Baycroft for the What's On Show. Sundays, live at 5, here on Line Dancer Radio. For all the latest news in the world of dance and what's coming up in the week ahead. Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Of course, stay tuned at 12 because Ross will be with us very shortly. Sooner than I would like, actually, because the time is whooshing past me. A little bit of a late start and I'm trying to get you through all these luxurious hotels. My goodness, we'll have to have a drink in every one, then pick up our coat and move on faster as we can. Now, we were just in the Connaught. If you are in the chat room and you are joining us with the live chat today, I have shared a picture of this beautiful hotel with the beautiful art piece called Silence at the front of the hotel. Um, and Linda Lee in the chat room is saying uh, the dance SOS Sound of Silence is still one of my favourites. It of course is that wonderful piece of choreography by Guyton Mundy. Exceptional piece of choreography, second to none. We do love that dance. Uh, Linda Lee is also saying the Connor best martinis in London back in the day. Quail's eggs with fresh hollandaise to die for and steak tartar. Bliss. She says Please note my posh days are long gone. Oh, Linda, I do not believe that for a second. I think you're just being modest as any high-class lady would be. Uh, I like to think my posh days, my more posher days are ahead of me. I think that's wishful thinking on my part. Who knows? I definitely need that lottery win, <laughs> for sure. Or a much better job. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we are going to look now at another hotel. Uh, I don't know if any of these take your fancy. Would you like to stay at any of these? Because the price tags are not small maybe we would need to save up a little bit this next one starts from 588 pounds a night that's your base price so it's all upwards from there it is the mandarin oriental at hyde park uh it's beautiful though really beautiful this luxury edwardian hotel is brilliantly located in knightsbridge overlooking hyde park now the space here feels light and welcoming and the rooms are superbly equipped uh, they're superbly comfortable. They're just lovely. The Mandarin Oriental has some of the world's best chefs in its hotel, uh, in the world in this hotel. And not least here in London, this is where you will find Heston Blumenthal's two Michelin-starred London address. Uh, oh, I'd love to eat at a, at a Heston restaurant. Of course, he is very famous. He is the epitome of British cooking with a new twist. Uh, if you've seen his TV shows, his food is to die for. And uh, while Bar Boulud is the, is the um, home of the New York-based chef, Daniel Boulud, uh, it provides a bistro style, very classy bistro style alternative. Now, this type of place here, the Queen would surely feel at home because quite right after all, it was in the dreamy ballroom here where today you can have yoga lessons. And as I've researched it, it doesn't say anything about line dance lessons, but I'm sure we should have them there too. But in this particular ballroom in the 1930s, it was here that the Queen herself and Princess Margaret learned to dance in the Mandarin Oriental at Hyde Park. Um, so you can head there. As I say, you can enjoy the chef's table uh, at dinner at the, the wonderful place where Chef Heston Blumenthal 
calls home and this uh, mandarin oriental has actually risen gloriously from the ashes it was devastated by a fire in 2018 and the luxury hotel was nearing the end of a two-year restoration project when an electrical fire tore through the whole stunning edwardian building it actually took another year to repair the damage but it's now back and better than ever and opening its doors again after covid to all new customers the restoration saw the rooms and suites completely reimagined with the classic english luxury mixed in with of course that modern kind of twist that we do like huge comfortable beds here and a very signature style that the mandarin oriental likes to offer the spa here is great too it can be found below the ground and it's spread across two floors there's a fully equipped gym and a brand new pilates and yoga studio and it uh, you can also book here for a bespoke program uh, where this will be designed by award-winning trainer Holly Grant. She will uh, make sure she gets you in ship shape if you book in for this program with her. But if swimming is more your thing, there's a 55-foot twin-lane indoor swimming pool, which is huge compared to a lot of the local hotels. And this comes complete with a lap timer. You get one of those with it. And uh, it's also, as I say, great for dinner, but you, you don't even have to eat there. You can stop in for a little cocktail. The cocktails are amazing. And of course, with this being in the heart of Knightsbridge, you have this view of Hyde Park and being close to all these beautiful places that you can go to. I'm thinking I would stay in any of these places. I must say, I, I just, I'm, I'm ready to go to London, ladies and gents. Let's pick up our, pick up our suitcases and go. Of course, all these places have these butlers and are very apt at packing. So I think I might just buy new clothes there and let them pack for me. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Uh, Phil Wheatley is saying that he and Adam are singing along in the office. I hope you're in tune, guys, uh, for Sound of Silence. A great tune, huh? And Linda Lee is saying uh, they are, Haley. Uh, one night for your family if you go there will be the same as a quick trip to Spain. But on the other hand, what memories you would have uh, if you were going to book in? And that's what I'm saying. Surely the price is worth it if for you to have one of these experiences. Uh, I'm going to take you to a few more. We are we have got half an hour left of our show, so I'm going to take you to some more exciting hotels and let me know if you prefer them. Now, let me ask, what would you be there for? Would you be there for the luxury, for the spa, for the swimming, for the personal trainer? Do you prefer to go for the food? Is the food your thing? Uh, if my dad's tuned in today, my dad is always thinking about food before we get there. Where shall we eat? Where will be a nice place to go? Uh, he is our food coordinator when we go on holiday. Um, I am always thinking of views. I love the views. and I often think of the cocktails. What is your thing? If you were heading off to a luxury hotel, what would be the main thing you wanted? Would you prefer the focal points to look at? like you get the Mandarin Oriental, or would you be looking at more the afternoon teas, the interiors, the big warm sleigh beds, or just having your own personal butler? Let me know while we listen to this next one, while we have, are just leaving this wonderful place where the Queen learnt to dance, would you believe, with her sister Queen Margaret. We're going to have this next track, it's called Dancing on Stardust, it's choreographed by Peter and Alison. <laughs> That straight back wicker chair Up next to Grandpa's bed 
With a voice left weak by pain His grandpa softly said Could you get my cowboy boots That gold pocket watch of mine Bring me my Sunday suit With a vest of satin line When he saw the sadness in his grandson's eyes He said, I've got to be prepared Cause I'm going home tonight I'm gonna waltz across the heavens While a band of angels play I'm gonna two-step on some stardust a million miles away You'll never have a new beginning Until you reach the end And these old legs are gonna come to life again Gonna wake up If it's not too much trouble There's one thing left to do Since I'm going to see your grandma Could you get her favorite shoes? The ones with those ribbons Red and trimmed in white The last time she had them on Believe we danced all night And why she left them here It's plain to see Your grandma never danced with anyone But me And we're gonna waltz across the heavens While a band of angels play we're gonna two-step on some stardust A million miles away You'll never have a new beginning Until you reach the end And these old legs are gonna come to life again We're gonna waltz across the heavens While a band of we're gonna two-step on some stardust A million miles away I'll never have a new beginning Until I reach the end And these old legs are gonna come to life again Gonna wake up dancing Gonna wake up dancing Wake up dancing And that dance is called Dancing on Stardust choreographed by Peter and Alison and it's uh, a tune called Wake Up Dancing by Owen Mack if you want to check that one out now we are touring London if you're just joining us on our travels we are going through all the luxurious venues that we could possibly stay at if you were to touch down in London as I said earlier it's a great 
place to go is London because if you're in the UK you can reach it quite easily from all directions it is very south but very central in the south too and also if you are going to fly in and enjoy London there are so many hotels to choose from that will get you into the city quite easily we've been to some lovely places such as the Savoy and the Dorchester the Connaught the Mandarin Oriental and next I'm going to take you off to the Lanesborough but I was just asking in the chat room what do you go to a luxury hotel for what would be your first choice is it the food is it the drink is it the luxurious surroundings is it the butler is it the spa is it the swimming pool is it the facilities is it just looking out at some spectacular views of London what would be your first point and the most important point to you uh, my dad is in the chat room I said if he's listening uh, he is the one he's all about the food and he's agreeing with me in the chat room he says yes you're right Hayley it's all about the food indeed. Uh, Linda Lee is also saying, last bit of bragging. No, Linda, Linda, brag away. That's what this show is about. I share these uh, experiences. I love hearing about yours. But she is saying, my pre-wedding night and wedding reception was at the Hyde Park. How sadly, how sad it was badly damaged in 2018. Uh, indeed. <laughs> and Ross is actually saying in the chat room, must have been an exciting reception if the hotel ended up damaged. Uh, Linda's laughing. She says, Ross Brown, it's not my fault. The wedding was a long time ago. I am a 60s girl. Indeed. Uh, great. Uh, Linda is also saying the tour of London hotels is really interesting. Obviously, I knew some of them, so it's a bit of memory lane for me. But what is extraordinary is they all exist and are still top grade. We do love tradition and pampering when you don't have to lift a finger. I agree. And actually, that's one of the things I mentioned at the start of the show that is so spectacular about these hotels. They're centuries old. Um, I mean, you put them all together, they've got a millennia of experience among them. And yet, and yet, they are still top-notch. They are still at their best, always upgrading, always renewing, and always serving only the best clientele. Would you like to be that clientele? I certainly would. I tell you what, we need a bigger budget for this show. Wouldn't it be great if I can be like, next, win a stay at one of these hotels? Except I'm rubbish. I'd probably just take it myself. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, we're going to go on to another luxury hotel now. We're going to go back to Hyde Park. It's the Lanesborough is this next one. And I was talking about the price tags of these and it will cost you from £558 per night. This is your base level price to stay in the Lanesborough. But it is a beautiful place to stay. It began life as an elegant country house for the Viscount Lanesborough in 1719 and it was rebuilt in 1827 as St George's Hospital. It's only been made into a hotel as recently as 1990 so perhaps this newness is what's given it possibly the most cosmopolitan feel of all of London's Grand Dame hotels. This is helped of course by its location, as I said it overlooks the ever busy Hyde Park corner and it dazzles with gold leaf embellishment ornamental frosting and a down-to-earth charm that effuses the feel of almost a private residence. Now service is top-notch again, it's everywhere and it is certainly where the Lanesborough triumphs. All rooms, all rooms here come with butlers and the Michelin starred Celeste it, that's their, their restaurant and their beautiful spa are worth a visit alone. 
it is in such an enviable location here. Um, it is close to the borders of Knightsbridge and Belgravia and those panoramic views of Hyde Park I mentioned. It means that it's now been considered, even though it's new, as one of the most luxurious hotels in the city. It has this elegant decor and one thing that the Lanesborough does well is its unsurpassed attention to detail. And uh, I talk about this hotel, this hotel, the Celeste. It is renowned that many people travel there just to eat in this hotel because it is one of the best in the city. It has this Michelin star and it has quite a unique menu that is unique to it. Um, I'm going to play you another dance track next. The dance here is called Celeste. There's a couple choreographed to this track, um, but uh, it is great to enjoy while we imagine ourselves kicking back in that Celeste restaurant.
fun ending that one I'm gonna cut it out it's a great track it goes on a long time <laughs> um, oh, we are traveling around all the beautiful venues in London and which is your favorite now Linda Lee you have asked me a fantastic question put one on your bucket list Haley. which one would you choose of those you have featured well, I I think I would stay towards the Ritz and the Savoy. I definitely would love to have an afternoon tea in Palm Court. And I, I would like to stay at the Savoy, I think, and just experience the glamour that's there. But i got to be honest, all of these are exquisite, aren't they? And my next one would come a close third, I think. It is a beautiful place with a great reputation. It is Claridge's. Um, again, Mayfair in London. And it is a legendary place. That is notorious for kings, queens, grannies, Barbara Cartland, and all these people to frequent. And uh, definitely it has that British pomp uh, with a modern twist. Reminders of a more dignified age include the wrought iron lift that is still there with its cosy sea inside and a uniformed attendant. It feels frozen in time when you step in it and an art deco period piece which must never change. I hope they keep it there because it is just again part of the charm of this hotel. You have all the suites there. These two come with their own personalized butler. So we've, we've had butlers galore today and they range from a deluxe studio with elegant Claridge's style and uh, the terrace suites which always have fresh flowers, champagne and they uh, have a lot of Burberry merchandise which is available within it too. Uh, penthouses there, superb rooftop views and these penthouses have antique furniture and often include a grand piano. Now this is one thing I've seen in movies, you know when you see the movies and they stay in a hotel and they're sitting there playing the grand piano, do you know what I'm talking about? And I, I think to myself, since when has anyone ever been to a place, to a hotel, where they just have a grand piano in your hotel room. I mean, does this happen? Is it fictional? Well, it does happen. It happens in Claridge's. Uh, and that's where you need to go, especially if you're a pianist and you would like some practice during your stay. Uh, or perhaps you have your own pianist that travels with you to... to provide the music that sounds even more classy indeed tea in the grand foyer and claridge's is certain to wow you uh it has the strains of all the violins talking about live music and it's a real highlight here too hmm do i need to change my afternoon tea request from the ritz to claridge's who knows but it is a certainly a, a beautiful venue beautiful place to go to and uh, again in a great destination you have the leafy Hyde Park there and all of London's shopping districts the Clari Claridge's has a, a, an award-winning service literally it's it's been awarded so many awards for its service and for its business facilities and it is a sumptuous retreat for the the very high class business traveler uh, it has luxurious indulgence and if you want to spoil yourself or a loved one, then you can pick up spe spectacular seats and have them trimmed with fresh flowers and champagne. A lot of stars head here, a lot of socialites, uh, a lot of the crowned heads of Europe will go to this hotel and they have done so. Uh, they've gone to this five-star hotel for over a hundred years. It is just 
lounging in elegant art deco. The interior is beautiful and you can take afternoon tea in the foyer too. Recently it became the site of restaurant Davies and Brook and the first London venture for world-renowned chef Daniel Hum. Uh, Hum is best known for his work at three Michelin starred uh, restaurant 11 which is in Madison Park and quite famous in New York which topped the world's 50 best restaurants in 2017 and now he's headed over here to Claridge's to create something special too and uh, if you want to stay in their top suite here the Brook Penthouse is the one with the best reputation so tell me listeners have you ever stayed in a penthouse have you ever stayed in any of these hotels? And if you haven't, what would bring you there? What would be your reason for going there? Um, just having a little look again, another comment in the chat room, Jim. Jim is saying Michelle Jackson White, who is a choreographer and dancer out of Nashville, Tennessee, was currently on a trip with her husband and they wound up with an upgrade at a casino hotel and she sent pics because there was a piano in their suite. Her husband is a drummer slash guitarist. Perfect. So there they do happen in Vegas as well as London. I've never been posh enough to stay in a hotel room with a piano. That must be something else I must put on my bucket list. A hotel room with the grand piano and can I play uh, I don't know is it is it sufficient enough to play a little bit of chopsticks would that work would that be grand enough on one of these beautiful pianos maybe I just need to get one of those luxurious silk um, night dresses and drape myself over it like they do in the movies of course I don't think they would take my weight which would end up with a very expensive smash piano on the floor but it would be an experience am I right indeed Claridge's is one of these venues that all the people from Europe come together and enjoy it is a very very famous and uh, renowned renowned hotel within Europe and talking of a place that people flock to from Europe reminds me of a line dance event which line dance event do we have that brings everybody from Europe flocking to it of course it's Eurodance and it is coming up fast and running it is being advertised I'm so excited for this event to happen I'm so honored that I get to teach there again for another year because it is really it really is up there with one of my favorite events uh, I've ever been to uh, and it reminded me of this particular dance this is the Eurodance <laughs> But I got nobody 
The Streamline Show, our weekly roundup of dances, taught by some of the world's most loved instructors and choreographers. Saturdays, 2pm, UK time. Sunday, 9 to 11 p.m. UK time. Dim the lights, pour the wine, and relax with Michael. The Sunday Chill. Only online dancer radio. Yes, that last one I played was the Eurodance choreographed by D Musk and all those Euro dancers. It was great. Linda Burgess is saying Eurodance. I loved being part of this. It was so great to see a dance come together. It was an amazing, amazing feat, that dance. I loved it. Amazing memory. Um, now, we have been around London at the most luxurious hotels, and I'm so sorry to say, I've run out of time for all the ones I want to go to. I'm going to hand you very shortly over to Mr. Ross Brown as he takes you around the world, and he goes to a new event today. Um, very exciting. Where are you off to today, Ross? I'm just going to have a look, see if I can see here. Uh, will be awesome. He is going to Gloucestershire today to join the magnificent Jamie Barnfield of and his boogie shoers, his boogie shoer dancers. Uh, that will be brilliant. Uh, so don't forget to stay with us. Now, I have enjoyed being in London with you today. I hope you've enjoyed it too. Next week, we will be traveling a little further afield. And I did miss you terribly last week. We were going to go off to Aruba next week and learn lots of things about that places and where else will be a surprise. Today, we have kind of stayed in one place. We have gone to London. But I was so curious to find out more about these hotels and research them and share them with you. Um, so I'm just going to talk very, very quickly in the last few minutes about some that I never got to talk about that I had on my list. One of these was the Goring which is just across the road from Buckingham Palace, a beautiful place with lots of uh, flower borders and shrubbery uh, and a favourite of the Dowager Dowager Duchesses, Lords, Ladies and assorted gentlefolk and the Middleton family favour the Goring too. Another one was the Bulgari. This is one in Knightsbridge. It has wonderful sleek design, a wonderful spa again, and has an augmented uh, lounger-lined swimmer pool, swimming pool, which apparently is a very luxurious place to settle down in. It has a restaurant here, its sole restaurant, the set, which is very sultry and contemporary, and has beautiful Italian food if you want to head there and splash out on one of the signature Bulgari suites, you get the butler service there uh, and a separate steam shower too. Uh, the Rosewood in London was one I was looking forward to chatting about. I don't have time for this. Brilliant cocktail bar though and has cages there with fake birds and models of bulldog and bears by the lift. Bulldogs and bears. Uh, brilliant corridors that are very dark and sultry but has some eye-catching touches and um, the, the bar stocks more than 500 gins, which is why I was really looking forward to heading here. Uh, and they also recommend for you some unique tonic pairings too, if you like your gin and tonic. Uh, they have a sommelier here who makes some great suggestions on wine and gin and tonics. And uh, the rosewood as well is just stunning if you ever see it, especially at Christmas time if you ever go on the holidays. It's adorned with some beautiful baubles and fairy lights and is just wonderful. It's a restored Edwardian mansion and is very, very unique. The Corinthia was one I want to take you to. Uh, it has the very famous Crystal Moon Lounge and an in-house florist too. Brilliant hydrotherapy pools, uh, a mosaic pool made of black marble, and it is uh, has great places to eat and drink here. Uh, celebrity chef Tom Courage 
carriage in house it just is one of the places that is set from the crowd as the Corinthia uh, reopened in April 2011. The Berkeley was another, this one is in Knightsbridge and uh, is a favourite of people such as Madonna and Leonardo DiCaprio uh, and uh, has a very famous blue bar there which is a cocktail paradise. The Berkeley is uh, very in style as a modern hangout if this was a place you wanted to check out and the waiters uh, in Kaufman's there will serve you at any time of the night and day. They'll bring you some food. Another one which looks very kind of modern. Uh, it's just opened in 2011 and I love the style of it. I wanted to talk about this one. It's called 45 Park Lane. It's the sister hotel of the Dorchester and it's fast become one of the chicest hotels in London. Um, again, I don't have time to talk about this but the Chilton Firehouse was another one. Definitely worth che checking out. The Sheraton Grand which has beautiful five-star exquisite mirror plate pillars is another one. Egerton House Hotel which is, uh, is just around the corner from Harrods if you like a bit of shopping um, is that would be my final my final recommendation but it's also near the Victoria and Albert Hotel which is one place I've been by but never been inside. I really like the history there I'm gonna go there one day but they have a Victoria and Albert suite in there which offers a king-size bed, a separate lounge area, a garden terrace and again a great place for afternoon tea and cocktails. Those are my picks for the week. Uh, I've really enjoyed being in London with you. As I say, I'm back next week. We got off to a bit of a late start today, but now I'm so grateful all these little hiccups are ironed out, so we should be on bang on time for next week. So if you want to join us, bring your passport, get ready, grab a drink and hitch a ride with me the same time next week. Until then, thank you for joining me in London at all these luxurious sites. Let's leave it with a bit of London rhythm swings. Enjoy, thank you, and see you soon.
This is Line Dancer Radio, delivering the heartbeat of line dance music. Line Dancer Radio, exclusively line dance. <laughs> 